Washington, D.C., where violence explodes every day. But America's toughest cop is pounding a new beat. Lieutenant Drebin. The police squad is back. Please! Is this some kind of bust? Very impressive, yeah. I'm lonely, I'm lost, I need someone to hold, to love. Frank, over here. And ready for seconds. Yeah, you are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel and Remakes. This is episode 279. I'm Marquis Mike. In action. Yeah. We're a man of action. Man of it, ready to call action. A call to action. That's my that's my New Year's resolution. Take action. Take action, yeah. Don't just sit back. Yeah. yeah. Take an action on shit this year. How, how, how has that affected you in the first um, two weeks of well, 2019? I went to a meeting of for a organization that I've done some volunteer work with, and I'd like to do more. So I took action, and I went to a meeting. Oh. And I fucking hate meetings. Yeah. So I did that. Um, I didn't volunteer for anything. Uh-huh. As I don't I don't want to be doing anything. Right. But so there that's what I did. That's nice. it. Yeah. Do you set resolutions? Um I I like as the calendar turns, you kind of say, "Hey, here's a couple things I want to do." Not really. Yeah. I, I I really don't. I, I don't like to to and that's the whole thing is like I just want if something needs to get done, I just like to think I just get shit done. Yeah. Um I know resolutions are a little deeper than that. Um but no, yeah. no, because it's like a resolution is, is, is an excuse to my, in my opinion, is an excuse to not follow through on something. Oh. Cause people are more than happy to say, yeah, I failed my New Year's resolution. Oh yeah. It is weird. You know what I mean? I like to think of, you know, New Year's and resolutions just like, yeah, the 31st or December, it's a good time to reflect. Yeah. And then sure. January comes around and you look forward and so you set some goals. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, you know. In 2019, I'm going to do this. And then by January, you fail. Where, yeah, I, I like, like, in 2019, I'd like to do these things. Let's try to get these things done. But I don't, I don't sound like a, you know, yeah, I mean, go like, to the gym every day. My, my thing, like, I really am trying to eat healthier yeah. and exercise more. And I'm doing great. But I started that in November. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a goal of getting through the holidays without gaining weight. Mm-hmm. That was a goal, just a goal I set. Yeah. So I think I, I think I like to set these kind of, like, Goals and maybe they lead into better things. Yeah, and and it worked. It worked out great, but it wasn't a resolution. Yeah, I mean, I just it's a life resolution, not a New Year's resolution. Yeah, I'm crying out loud. I did my reflecting. I was like, okay, in twenty eighteen, what do I want to accomplish? And you know, I I write a lot of stuff down, so I wrote it down. And you know, I guess the ones that's very like resolutiony. And I was like, oh, you know, I think a lot of people save a lot of money. Two 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 weeks. I haven't gone. Crazy on Amazon, so that's a plus, you know. So, so far, so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so easy to add stuff to that shopping cart. Oh, man, I, 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 I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. And I, and I just, I don't even think about shit anymore. Yeah. It's like, I need this. Boom, boom, boom. It'll be here tomorrow. Throw it, throw it on there. So, <laughs> now, well, two weeks into the new year, what have you been watching? Had a slow, had a slow week. Um, we started The Sinner, season two. Season two. Starts off great. That That's a dynamite show. I highly recommend for anyone. I know it's a USA show, USA <sighs> Network show, and, and sometimes their shows are up and down. Characters welcome. Um, that's your thing, I right? mean, everyone loves Mr. Robot, yeah. but uh, this show's stellar. People love Monk. People loved Monk. Yeah. And, the, and was Psych? Psych? USA? I love Psych. It's weird. Yeah. USA is kind of fu- weird in the show. Like, I don't know, you, you look like a network and you kind of feel like there's like, they have a style, you know? Yeah. Uh, all those ABC like, like, dramas yeah, kind of or, feel or the same. FX. Yeah, FX. Um, yeah, they have a style. The AMC. USA, I mean, Monk and Psych aren't on the air anymore, but yeah, I feel like they're very just like, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. You get a Mr. Robot, you get a Psych. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, the center's great. Season yeah, one's on Netflix. Shooters on USA. Um. I don't know if that got a season two, but like... <laughs> Yeah, it was like, yeah. You know this that Mark Wahlberg movie? Weird. Boom. Yeah. That's a cool. Um, and then, uh, as we know, True Detective Season 3 kicked off. I've heard. Yep. I've seen a lot of uh, chatter. And all I'm going to say on that is, welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back, True Detective. 
Um, and I did watch a movie. I watched the Liam Neeson vehicle, The Commuter. I was going to throw on The Commuter, but I did not. Yeah. Should I throw on um, The Commuter? Am I going to like The Commuter? I think you'll... Let me tell you, I love that giant chat movie, The Foreigner. Okay, so I... So, it's entertaining. Yeah. The end credits are great. Oh, okay. Stay through the credits. Great end credits. Um, it, it, it's, it's got, it's got a cool, it's, there's a point where something is happening mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, fuck. And I'm not going to say whether that's a positive off fuck or a negative off yeah. fuck. Um, maybe we'll, maybe if you watch it, we'll, okay. I don't want to spoil it's it on for Hulu. you. I'll watch the computer. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you. So maybe, maybe if you watch it, we can have a little mini review of it. Okay. I'd like to hear, actually, I'd like to hear what you think, what you think of it. Because, you know, I, I'm, and I know you love train movies. Yeah, I love train movies. I know I, I'm an action movie. Like, I, I, I enjoy bad action movies. I'm not saying this is bad, but like, there are bad yeah. action movies, and I tend to enjoy, enjoy them more than most people. Yeah, do. I mean, I'm not going to come out and say it's bad. Right. Okay. I was entertained. I'll leave it at that, but I, I would like to maybe have a little mini discussion over it after All I right. watch it. I'll watch it this yeah. week. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's All what right. I watched. It didn't get it much watched. I, I so. did even less. Um, I don't know if you noticed this week. It's very cold. It is cold. It's very cold. Head. It's very foggy. Man, it's like the surface of hot yeah. out there. I don't know if, where you live, but I don't know if you've noticed. It was just like in the evening, like super foggy. It's driving it's around. It's foggy and gray. You go outside at 9 o'clock, your windows are already... Froze over. Yeah. yeah. So, very foggy, very gray. I watched two movies. I watched The Mist. And The Gray. And I watched The Gray. Oh, dude. I was I was in an atmospheric mood. I was like, ooh, what, what's it like right now? Let me find movies that do that. So, through the, I haven't seen The Mist in 10 years. I think it's like 2006. Which version? There's multiple versions of The Mist, isn't there? The I watched the theatrical release with Thomas Jane. So, that's the latest one. Yes. I, I believe there was a TV, a made for TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a show. A show. That's F- what I think it was FX or Spike TV did a show. Yeah, okay. I heard not great things about the show. Like I never watched it, yeah. So, okay. Stephen King lovers or people who love The Mist were like, ah, the show wasn't that, that oh, okay. good. Um, I've never seen The Mist. Very good. Well, let me say, the first half is very kind of sci-fi, like kind of bad horror corny. Just effects, like bad effects. Actually, I have seen the mist. Uh, the last half makes up for that. The last half's great. I I have seen the mist, and I think I concur with that. Statement. Yes. Now I know they released, or like when you buy like the Blu-ray, it comes with uh, the black and white version. I think maybe that would help watching it in black and white versus watching it in color, because some of like the the effects are just a little. Sometimes blood can be too red. Yeah, I, I think that that's actually... I would like to watch that in black. Yeah, movie. I think it would be very cool. But the last 40 minutes of that movie is very intense. It and very, is. You know, very gripping and brutal. So uh, it makes up for it. I'm doing a new rating system. Oh, you... I'm I mean... Gonna, I'm trying to just hone this Mark in. Mark is trying... He's been... I'm just trying to find the rating system. To find this. And he's always changing it. And I'm just like, man... Yeah. Yeah, you're nay. So... You know, we talk Rotten Tomatoes on here, and you know, we go, hey, Rotten Tomatoes isn't a great barometer. It can be, but sometimes it's not, because, you know, like a C-plus movie that's overwhelmingly a C-plus will get like a 99%. That's, right. That's extreme, but yeah. that happens sometimes. So I'm just going to give you the Rotten Tomatoes score, and I'm going to tell you less than, greater than. So okay. this is a, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And then I that's, like this. Yeah, so you consult Rotten Tomatoes, and then you consult me, and then from there you can make up... Really, I'm just telling you, should you watch this or not? And so, The Miss... 70, 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think that's right where it is. I don't think it's like... Some people say it's a great movie. I don't think it's great because those first 45 minutes are not bad, but not like not super enjoyable. Okay. Did it, is it streaming somewhere? I rented it. Oh, you rented it? Okay. Of how, because of how misty it was. So. Yeah. You knew, you knew you needed something yeah. foggy. Uh, and then I watched The Grey, as we already said. Another Liam Neeson vehicle. Uh, it was so cold here. And I was like, ooh, what's a movie that's about cold? The Grey. Plus, you probably had Liam Neeson in your mind, because we watched Batman Begins. Yes. And then we got Cold Pursuit coming out, which I know we're both highly anticipating. Yes. Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. I did see The Commuter when I was flipping through Hulu, so I had it in my mind, and I decided, let's go with The Grey. 
you know. I, I don't want to take a chance with the commuter. I want something I know is going to be great. Um, this is seventy nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. This is this is this is an A plus. Isn't movie. it better? There are people who just I was going through the run the critic re- reviews of people who didn't like this movie. I'm like, what's wrong with you? It's too nihilist for you. Sorry, sometimes it doesn't work out for everybody. I have I have heard a lot of people pan that movie, and so many people pan it that I started to question, like, did I really like it? Mm. But no. I loved it. I mean, 8 out of 10 people still like this movie. Yeah. I think it should be even higher than I, that. I loved it. And I, after I watched The Commuter, I was thinking, you know, I, I need to get on the gray. Because mm-hmm. it's been a long time, and, and, and i gotta, I got to prep for yeah. the full pursuit. I think the problem, you know, some people maybe had, I remember we saw this in theaters together. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. people kind of murmuring as they were leaving. I think maybe some people thought I was going to be taken with wolves. And then a lot of those jokes made that it was taken with wolves. But it's not taken with wolves. Liam Neeson's a good actor. He can do a dramatic movie that just happens to have wolves in it. It's Schindler's List with wolves. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a happy, feel-good action movie. It's, you know, it's survival. Yeah. I'm a big fan of survival movies. Yeah. And I remember when we went to see The Grey, I prepped by watching The Edge. Yeah. Which was a great survival movie. Great. Um... We need more. And probably even movies. a little more action-y than The Grey is. I think it is a little more action-y. Yeah. You kind of like, on the action level, you got The Edge, and then you got The Grey, yeah. and then you got The Revenant. The Revenant... Yeah, there's not a lot. The Revenant has action, right? but that movie is a slow burn. Man. It is. It's, it's also great. three hours long. So yeah. maybe per minute, or uh, overall it has more action than The Grey, but if you base it on a uh, you know percentage... It's small yeah, because you yeah. have to stretch it out for three hours. Yeah. There's a lot of just crawling through the snow. <laughs> it's also weird. It just makes it very cold. It does make you cold. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I watched. That's cool. Old movies from the mid-2000s. You know, sometimes and you just gotta... They're good. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta... Like, I, I... Lately, I've been hitting my DVD collection, yeah. which I hardly touch anymore. I'm like, you know what? You know, I'm gonna watch that. And then I see, like, eight DVDs. I'm like, I'm throwing those in the garbage. I'm never gonna watch those again. Oh, good. I don't know why I have them. You should drop them off. I like. Yeah, I'm gonna, Goodwill, I, I am gonna goodwill a bunch of yeah. movies and, and probably my whole CD collection. I still got all my CDs. Yeah. Hey, got that Amazon Music though. You yep. Know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need them anymore. So. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. There, there it is. That's what you're watching. Yeah, I didn't uh, prep a lot for this episode. You know, stuff. Uh, you know, some illness and some some preparation going around. So we're just going to rub jump right into it. Plus, the only movie I have, I need to reload my um, make the case thing. There's only two movies left on it. Um, I'll tell you what they are. Where is my make the case? Uh, so I have two movies left. I, I'll just tell you what they both are. Well, we'll I'll, I'll reload it in the next week or so we'll, we'll have some more to go because okay. uh, you know they've announced a bunch more I just saw that uh, uh, Jason Reitman is writing a Ghostbusters sequel to Ghostbusters 2 the 1988 for, the one we did for you know the Bill Murray yeah so like hmm. we'll add that to the list okay. is it time after two years is it time for another Ghostbusters reboot Jason Reitman says yes <laughs> uh, so the only two I had we're Escape from New York, and I don't know how to make the case that you should remake Escape from New York if it so fell to me. And the other one, The Naked Gun. Apparently there's uh, somebody in the works uh, trying to reboot The Naked Gun. Reboot? And, or are we going 444 and a fourth? And you just recast Frank Drebin? Right. Yeah. Just try to find someone else. So well, that's the movie Mike and I watch, which is uh, on HBO right now. We watched... They, what year it, is this? It this is, is on. Uh, it's also on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Yeah, it's on, I think it's on all the streaming. Oh, good. Yeah, good time for I think it's everywhere on Netflix. So all three of them. Amazon, Hulu. I think it was on Hulu or, okay. or HBO now slash Go. I think yeah. you're good. So we watched 1988's The Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad, starring Wesley Nielsen, Priscilla Presley, uh, Ricardo Montalban, uh, George Kennedy. Uh, this is a is it is it a spoof movie? Can I can I ask yeah. this? Are 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 we reviewing Naked Gun or are we reviewing Naked Gun Two and a Half? Two and a Half. Okay, because yeah. we could very well have done Naked Gun as it was a adaptation of 
a TV show. Do those count? I don't know. That opens up a whole new... Let's, let's get through all the sequels in the world before we start <laughs> talking about doing Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. And it, do, it does open a big... Yeah, a lot more. Reimagining. Uh, we'll talk about them both. Yeah, fine. But, yeah. So, <laughs> The Naked Gun stars Leslie Nielsen as Frank Drebin. Uh, seeking vengeance when his partner is shot full of holes by drug dealers, Lieutenant Frank Drebin searches for the Mr. Big behind it all. Drebin suspects above reproach shipping magnate Vincent Ludwig, but he can't prove a thing. Bumped from his force by the uh, mayor with the unexpected assistance of Ludwig's ex-girlfriend, managed to nab the bad guy at a baseball game where Reggie Jackson has been programmed to assassinate Queen Elizabeth. This, that, that summer gives away a lot. <laughs> I like the mystery that you didn't know it was Reggie Jackson. Right, right. But, yeah, this is a satire um, of uh, police movies. It's, yeah, yeah. I, it, think I it's... mean, it, it's, it's by um, the Zuckers and, uh, yeah, David and Jerry Zucker. They did Airplane. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky Fried Movie, which I've never seen, but, yeah, I hear it's very either. spoofy. But, yeah, they did Airplane 1 and 2. They were behind the show, uh, Police Squad, and then the movie. It's very, I mean, scary movie for scary movie. It's just full of, like, how do you describe that humor? It's, uh, everything's a joke. I, yes, everything. Everything is, is a joke in some way. I don't, I don't know how to describe Airplane. I, I, I love the movie it's Airplane. It's like, they're, they're, they're like the, the, kind of the creators of the spoof, the yeah. spoof film Genre. Yeah, I just look. Well, yeah, everything you say is turned into a joke. Everything behind you is a joke or a gag. It's it's slapsticky, but it's also very witty. It's very yeah. Uh, it, it, this is an airplane again, yeah, but like one of my favorite jokes that kind of recurs through things when someone says one thing and someone like, uh, you know, there oh there's been a problem with one of the airplanes and someone says what is it. Oh, it's a big metal tube that flies people from here to there. I just love like that. Like that's the type of humor. It's just someone says yeah, something. Just, so you either take it literally literal, out of context, yeah. or yeah. Uh, was this your first time watching The Naked Gun from the file of Police Squad? It was not. Yeah, it was the first time in a long time. Yeah, but it was not my my. These were my dad's. This, these were his jam. These came on all the time in my house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, what were your thoughts rewatching? Police can, or make uh, a gun. There is something about that the the style to these movies, and 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 even though the references may be dated, mm-hmm. they hold up a hundred percent. The the jokes. I mean, I was yeah. I was laughing my ass off. I and it's fresh in my mind because and we discussed this. Uh, I can't remember what movie we were talking. Oh, uh, Longest Yard and how Longest Yard was considered a comedy. The Burr Reynolds. I go, that's not funny, but comedy is subjective. This not not as old as I mean it's probably fifteen years later than this movie's so funny. It's so funny. Like watching in twenty eighteen, I was laughing out loud at when Norbert kicks in the door and just his foot goes through. I laughed out loud. <laughs> and there's just things that are said that I was like that that's a solid funny joke. I I love like. The things taken literally. Uh, I can't remember if it's this movie or the second one, which we're actually reviewing. Where he goes, "Why would he be in the red light district?" And he goes, "Sex, Frank." And he's not right now. Not right now. <laughs> Maybe later. But like just, just all of that. You know, Norbert, you telling him, "I love you." You know, like telling him the name of the name of the uh, the shit. You know, trying to explain the case to him. Heroin. He's like, "You're gonna have to give me a few days." <laughs> just like little things, and then like. Then the sight gags, like that, and that's one thing that got me with this movie is you have to watch. Yes, and and the whole time you're listening, but you're looking for stuff. Yeah, and, what's and, going on in the background? Yeah. What's yeah? And it really it really draws you in. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I, this for movie, a movie with not like giant effects and, and no. CGI and stuff, they're so good to use your eyes. They're so visual. Yeah. So, movie, big hit, uh, 87% of Ron Tomato. Critic, people love The Naked Gun. Again, it should be higher. It should be higher. I don't know who watches this thing, that's not funny. It should be 94 at least. Yeah. Uh, 
it opened number number one uh, in 1980, December 2nd, Christmas, Christmas release. Oh. Uh, it opened number one, beating out Scrooge, which was in its second week. Tequila Sunrise, which was also opening. The Land Before Time and Oliver and Company, which both were in their third week. You know, so. it is actually... That's actually kind of a surprise to me because, well, both Oliver and Company and Land Before Time oh, were, yeah. were one great animated movies. Yeah, we might have to Land and, Before Time too, and 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 very popular. Yeah, but you're talking about a Christmas release mm-hmm. and Scrooged. Yeah, just in its second week. Just in its second hold week, number one, and yeah. it bumped that. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. So big success. It. Had to spawn a sequel. The Naked Gun, two and a half, The Smell of Fear. Once again, Leslie Nielsen reprises his role as Frank Drebin. Priscilla Presley, George um, uh, Kennedy's return, O.J. Simpson was also in these movies. He didn't make the top four, but he's in these movies. Uh, First movie spends a lot of time in a coma. Yeah, I think he's, he's more prominently featured in 33 and 3rd. Oh, is that his thing? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, this time, Frank uh, has uh, Drebin is in Washington D.C. to investigate a uh, industrialist who had just ha- happens to be the new paramour of Drebin's old flame, Jane, played by Priscilla Presley. There is uh, kidnapping and. Um, uh, I don't, I don't, what do you call that move where, where you, they put someone in like a... Switcheroo. The old switcheroo. And they, they, they put a lookalike. <laughs> the switcheroo. I still just think about the switcheroo and I laugh because it's like, it's so fucking cliche, but that's why they put it in there. Yeah. It's like, we got an identical imposter. Yes. <laughs> the part where not only did they now they have the identical imposter... <laughs> Uh, so it, it's these industrialists who are going to lose a lot of their fortune because a scientist is going to announce that solar is the way to go, right? And the president's going to write him a blank check. So they put an imposter to say that nuclear power is the way to go. Right, right. The clean energy is not the yeah. way. They want dirty energy. <laughs> but the reveal of the imposter, that makes me laugh so much when he takes his wig off and it's the exact same guy just with long hair. And he does the weird teeth smile yeah. thing. Oh my god. We'll get into it. I say it every episode. We'll, we'll get into it. We really won't, won't break down jokes in, the, in these. Um, is this your first time seeing Naked Gun? Two and a half, The Smell of Fear. It, it, no, it's not. It was not. Yeah. Uh, first time this year. First, yeah. First time in 2019. Uh, before we get into just like your, your kind of sentence review, um, this might be a new thing I, I ask you to do. On titles like these, because you you have strong opinions about sequel titles. What do you grade the Naked Gun two and a half? The Smell of Fear. A plus plus plus. It's a B with a two and a half, but then they throw on the Smell <laughs> of Fear, and it, it's just funny. It's I think just, it's an A it's with so, the two and a half. Yeah, and then the Smell of Fear takes it to the to the A plus 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 because I, I just think it is. It, I don't know if there what if there wasn't a thirty three and a third. Right. I'm not sure my grade is as high. Okay. But since they continued that with the next movie, yeah. Not only do they call it like, thirty three and a third, but then there's also another a, subtitle, a subtitle below that. Yeah, they it, it and then retroactively ups the title of two yeah. and a half. Smell of fear. Yeah. Uh, so what is your one sentence tweet? Rewatching this movie. Rejoin Frank Drebin as he righteously combats evil and makes you laugh your sack off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. Because uh, you always summarize it. You summarize what you watch. I was like, scared. Yeah. Um, I didn't write anything this week. So it's just, um, it's more of the same slapstick. And that's why I tried so hard to like come up with a way of comedy, but it's it's the master of this type of comedy doing it again. You know? Yeah, the scary movie franchise wish they could do what these guys do with Naked Gun and Airplane. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to watch Airplane two again. We will. I think we we should do that one. I mean, maybe we don't because we know it's awesome. 
Yeah. But maybe two doesn't... I, so. I, I recently rewatched Airplane again, uh, and it's very funny. I think The Naked Gun is funnier. I, I agree. I think The Naked Gun's better. But I didn't watch Airplane 2, and so I don't know if 2 holds up as much. But, I mean, it's the same stuff. It's just... You know what I preach about these guys, what they do, too, is it's not like when we review, like... And we haven't done this movie, but there are movies that are like this. I can't... Oh, uh, Super Troopers 2, which is... This joke was really funny in the first movie, so we're going to do the exact same joke in this. I don't know if they do that in this. It's just that the style of humor is so funny, but they find new ways to do it. Yeah. It's, like, they don't just replay the, oh, Leader of Cola is funny, so we're going to say Leader of Cola in this one, too. It's people like that, you know, misdirection humor, slap, you know, the, the literal thing. But th- there's not, like, a joke from the first one that's... Repeated again that I can really think of. Norbert, uh, is it Norberg or Norbert? I think it's Norberg. Norberg, like when he goes in, like through his what's happening to him in the first one of just constantly being hit on the head, uh, or you know, when he's shot in the dock and then he's in the hospital room and someone's trying to assassinate him and he keeps getting hit. When he is trying to plant the tracker on the car, it's like, oh, is that kind of like what was happening? But it's different. Like, they did it in a it's, different way. That's That would probably be the closest th- thing they have. There's one they actually, and now that I'm talking through, there's one thing they did that is exactly what happened in the first one, but it makes me laugh so much, which is <laughs> when someone throws, in the first one, it's a pillow, in the second one, it's a towel, but they throw it at Frank, and he grabs it around his face, <laughs> like... Like, it's attacking him. Yeah. And he just holds it up to his face and just like, ah! So that happened. So that was something that happened in the first one. It happens in the second one. But I'm going to forgive him because that's hilarious to me every <laughs> time. When he's fighting... We'll get through the question. We'll get through the question. I'm going to you know, we're on track, but the movie's so funny. When he's fighting that guy in the bathroom, and the guy sticks the toothbrush in his mouth, that, and yeah. he counters with the blow dryer. That whole scene in the apartment was my favorite. Is my favorite part of yeah. two and a half because yeah, it gets his teeth brushed. Yeah, the fight gets toothbrushed. Is that? So we'll, we'll skip right. I I started this last week. Best scene is it the fight in the apartment? To me, it is the fight in, in, yeah. in the apartment. Yeah, uh, just for the toothbrush. Yeah, strictly the toothbrush. For me, it is. Uh, my the one that just made me laugh the loudest, and uh, I really didn't think about this until after the movie. And I was like, I should have taken better notes. But it was when, and I'm gonna start it from when Frank gets captured. Uh, you know, going through the raw sewage. You know, and it's like I love it. And then he gets tied up, and then him trying to free his arms, and all the stuff falling on the scientist. <laughs> Ending with uh, the captain Ed doing the. You scum make me so... And he's taking off his gun and his badge. And then for the reveal to be that he got beat up. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I love that scene. But I just love the... You know, this is just me. John Q. Public. <laughs> Beating up a defenseless... And like, takes out, pulls out like a, a bra from his coat. He's gonna rough this guy up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, that's my, that's my favorite scene in the movie. But... So, while we're on it, what's the worst scene in this movie? And then we'll get into the good and the bad. I'll really dissect it. But. Uh, gosh. The most negative scene. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to be bad, does it? Doesn't have to be bad. It's just for for 90 minutes, you know, if one scene is the best, you know, what scene just wasn't as good as all the other scenes? So it can still be an A minus scene in any other movie, but it just happens uh-huh. to be the worst in this film. I should write down the questions you asked so I yeah. can come prepared. I'll email them to you. Uh, I'll go for this one. Please. And to me, it was the sex scene. And just that it went... This, the humor in this thing is so fast. The problem I had with two, or two and a half, is there were a lot longer jokes. And when they didn't hit, now you're in that scene for a long time. And so it was just the, se- it was the sex scene and it was... Uh, just kind of playing the montage of different uh, metaphors for orgasming. I just felt like it went on too long. And that was really... There there were scenes I felt just went on... There was a lot of music in this one as compared to the first one. I thought some of those went too long, but some of them were funny. When uh, they impersonate the mariachi band, you know, that that scene goes on for a minute, but it's a funny scene where this scene of them having sex, it's long... And then, you know, the last 20 seconds, just like, man, it's a long time. It's not a funny joke. I think, honestly, on that note, my 
it would probably be when Norberg is under getting dragged around. Because that goes on. <laughs> it goes on. I mean, he ends up under time. three different vehicles. I mean, I think it's funny. Yeah. But I, I can't come up with something actual, actually negative. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the good. What, what's good about the Naked Gun 2.5? Continue. It, it it continues without being repetitive, mm. like we like we mentioned. It the the jokes they they're they're, they're making those same jokes, those yeah. weird literal, out of context jokes, background things in the background, but you, you just you want more. Yeah, it. I think you take every funny man at the height of his power. Will Ferrell, circle circuit anchor man. Kevin Hart now, uh, Bill Murray, you know, in in the early nineties. It's, it's probably recency bias. Is anybody funnier than Leslie Nielsen? That guy just makes me laugh so yeah. much, and I'm, I'm sure it's just the things he's saying. But he had a so we had three Naked Gun movies. Did you watch like um, Wrongfully Accused or uh, Spy Hard? I've seen Spy Hard. Yeah, and then yeah. Wrongfully Accused is like a fugitive. I mean, it's this, but right. the fugitive. He, just, he makes me laugh. And it's just so funny because I don't know what Leslie Nielsen's background is, but he, he's doing this at a very later... It, it wouldn't surprise me to find that he was like a classically... Like a serious actor that yeah. found comedy in his 60s. He did Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's just so funny. Uh, he is. So his I, voice. Yeah. I mean, everything. It's, it's, it's such a... that weird white hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just look. Can you take him serious as a cop? In this, t- he looks like a guy who could be in a cop, uh, a cop movie. Yeah, but he could be on Law and Order. Yeah, he could be on Law and Order, but he's very funny doing his thing. Where you know when you put, uh, and then you know rag on Will Ferrell, but you know the other guys, Will Ferrell, he's not a cop. He don't look like a cop. Yeah, he knows, and like he looks the part, but is also doing comedy very well. Uh, he's just the star of these movies for me. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Uh, what about the negatives? In two, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I liked. I, I really liked Priscilla Presley in the first one, but I didn't really like her character in two and a half. Is Priscilla Presley an actress? She, I, I don't think she, she was. To begin with, okay, I, I think, I think she kind of became famous through Elvis, uh-huh. and then. He passed away, right. and then she's like, ah, and then she, what, she's in Dallas. Oh, okay. And and then she became an yeah, actress. actress. Yeah. But she didn't do it for very long. Yeah. But I, I, I liked her, maybe I just wish they would have went with a different love interest in Two and a Half than mm-hmm. bringing her character back, but maybe that's part of the joke. Yeah. And she, they think, brought her back in a weird, stupid way. I believe she's in the third one as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah she is, so. So... Yeah, it's hard to... My only complaint, and it's, I mean, humorous subjection, but there were... Especially in comparing this to the first one, I just felt there were longer periods where jokes weren't... Like, uh, when he meets uh, Jane at the bar or uh, the club, that kind of just went on for, like, a very long time. They're still very funny, you know. Her sending him drinks over and him going to sit on our table, or they... The P- they're just, like, the most obnoxious woman's... Maybe I shouldn't say women's drinks, right. but you like know a what fruity, I mean. Like fruity, uh, drink yeah. with a, five umbrellas and yeah. shit hanging off the side. That, that'd be my complaint for is like watching the first one. I just thought every second was just full of humor. There were these longer scenes that kind of went without as many jokes, but they would still sprinkle jokes in. And when they were there, they were funny. The piano player was coming up to them is like play our song, and it's uh, Ding Dong, the witch is dead, like. <laughs> Yeah, I guess movies are funny. If I had a negative, yeah. I, I feel like my negative may actually be the positive of the movie. Mm-hmm. My negative, and for both of the movies, is they're too fucking short. But I think yes. they're at they're at a they're actually probably at the sweet spot where if you start to drag on longer, mm. that's when people get fatigue of the of the jokes. Yeah, I mean both these movies um, come in at eighty five minutes. Yes, they're hour twenty with credits, and, and and I think like maybe I'm, I'm like I want more. But maybe if they are 15 minutes longer, I'm like, okay, here we go again. But I don't know, because they did three of these movies. Yeah. Uh, there's there's plenty of material. I was good at though, this in the negative. And again, this is just nitpicking. Just cause it's a category, so I feel like I have to answer it. The 
ongoing joke about the zoo, I was just like, all right. I mean, if I had to nitpick, seeing the giraffe walk across the White House wasn't that funny. <laughs> and, like, the... But then it just pays off so well at Yeah, it pays end, off perfectly. I go, all right, these guys, these guys are <laughs> comedy geniuses. <laughs> They're much funnier than I can ever... Yeah, they put this thing in the beginning of the movie, like, and then they just, like, sprinkle it throughout the movie. Yeah. Just like, we'll have an update on the escaped animals from the zoo, and then it, it ends. <laughs> And, and I, it does. And I, and maybe I, <laughs> God, no, maybe it can't be. Maybe it's just a damn great joke. It's just the continued Barbara Bush thing. Yes. <laughs> That's also very, you know, the first one and the, uh, the first one opening up with, uh, uh, Frank and Beirut. <laughs> and then this one, like, just going for it and be like, yeah, we're, we're, we're poking fun at like conflict in the Middle East. And yeah, we, just George Bush yeah. is, hey, he's the president now, he's the president of our movie. And we're going to have, you know, yep. we're going to poke fun at him, him and his wife. And they didn't do, I like how they put, a, they, they, they turned a guy into, into George H.W. Bush. They didn't, like, have weird, like, silhouettes of him talking. Right, like, yeah. The, like, <laughs> you, you get to be George Bush, yeah. dude. You're playing George Bush. You're playing Queen Elizabeth. Like, it's not a, fa- it's not a fictional queen. Right. In the first one, you're Queen Elizabeth. You are Barbara Bush, and... <laughs> We're gonna knock you off a balcony by the end of the movie. The giant lobster. Yes. In, in, in the beginning. Oh, these movies are great. I, I mean, it even even starts off with such a funny joke, like, "Oh, he ki- this is Frank Drebin. He he killed his one thousand drug, drug dealer. dealer." Yeah. Well, only shot shot is- shot. Only claimed nine hundred ninety eight. Yeah. The two I ran over, and they just happened to be drug dealers. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I, and these blend so well, but it's, they do. They like just jokes on just make me laugh. Is uh, maybe, but when I see six guys stab someone in a park, I shoot them. That's my that's my code. It was Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> Those are professional actors and good ones. Yeah, you, you kill six very good actors. That's what I like about that. And good ones. Yeah. Uh, we're not doing the first one. But the joke that made me laugh they blend together. the I, I, hardest I, in the first one was when he's talking to, um, I guess, like, their um, Q would be. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, the, the gadget guy. Gadget guy. Crime scene guy. And he shows up the cufflings and he goes, here, let me show you. He shoots Ed. Ed turning him to him. I can't remember the guy's name. Chuck. Chuck, why? <laughs> just makes me, just that delivery. Chuck, why? Pass it out. Um, yeah, the, good the to one, see that guy in that, here again. The one where I laughed, the, the bit, I, it was in the first one that I laughed so hard is, like, obviously, like, the baseball scene is amazing. Like, yes. start to finish, the baseball scene is, like, maybe the best 20 minutes of... Really movie, from the start, because history. when he comes out as, um, but uh, he, who does he come out as, uh... The, one of the tenors. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when they start chanting his name at the end because they think he saved the queen. But, uh, the, the, he, he's the umpire. Yeah. And the, the first pitch is thrown. And it's a perfect pitch. Yeah. And there's just this silence. And then he's like, strike? And then people just go crazy. <laughs> and then it just, yeah. I laugh so hard because strike as a question. And he puts his hand, strike? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the entire baseball scene. I mean, if we were doing best scene, just from start, him coming out singing the national anthem, the rundown with the player, and it's him <laughs> and the umpire throwing it at each other, um, ending with the guy being uh, trampled by a band that's playing Louie Louie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all great. Okay, what does this do better than the first one? Does it improve in any way? I honestly don't. I, I I think no. I do not it think it blends. It it's so, just too. I I, I I knew it was going to blend really hard, yeah. so I, I waited a day in between because I knew if I back to back them, but I should have waited a week in between. Yeah. I mean, they are. This would be like a great marathon. Yeah. If you're looking for a fun mar- movie marathon with your friends on a Saturday or something, Naked Guns. Yeah. Man. Yeah, if, if there's one thing it does better, um, there's more police investigation. 
I suppose there's more scenes with Frank <laughs> trying to figure out the mystery, I guess. But yeah, they come in exactly the same runtime. It's no, yeah, um, it's the same characters. They're all doing the same thing. Is um, oh, I didn't, I didn't capture the cast. Is uh, Robert Goulet a better villain than Ricardo Montalban? Um, oh, they're both so good. Yeah, uh, I, I. I yeah, I think I think I like Robert Goulet better, and and because because characterly characterly I don't know the word characterish uh-huh. and storyish, he just happens to be dating Frank's ex, yeah, and that just makes him a better bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who had the, who had the better plot, or who had, who had the better evil plan, Montalban or Goulet? I think Montalban's <laughs> plan, while great that he was able to brainwash someone and be able to control them and program them to go after one thing, man, a lot can go wrong when you have all your eggs in the Reggie Jackson basket. And they all got to be wearing the watch. And they got to have I mean, to be wearing the watch. What if they just forget to put the watch on? Yeah. So there's a lot in his plan. At least Goulet had the backup plan. He had a plan B. Yeah. Now, maybe look at something battery powered, but... <laughs> At least his was like, here's plan A. If this doesn't work, here's plan B. Uh, another funny just gag scene is when they, they, they bust the, um, the banquet and they go, and he told us that man's responsible. And eight guys stand up and take the woman <laughs> next to him prisoner, yeah. hostage. <laughs> All right, what, uh, what does the original do better than this one? It depends. Which Because <laughs> it's blended together. Um, well, I mean, I guess... Uh, which one's got the, the, the keychain of credit cards? Uh, that's the first one. Because that is fucking awesome. That's the, so that's it, what they do better. Is the keychain... <laughs> is that where he goes to the dock where Frank Drebin, police, police squad, and he opens his badge? All no, the no. It's, it's where he's trying to... Do the door, the the, oh. the credit card in the door thing to open the door, and yeah. the first credit card doesn't work. He's got just this ring of credit cards, oh. and he goes to the next one. That might be the second one. So maybe, yeah. So maybe this. Uh, what's the first? The first one do better. Um, I God damn it, it's so hard. Yeah, they are essentially the same thing. Yeah. Ba- the baseball. That scene. That scene was 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 a defining scene of that movie where two didn't have like a defining scene. It had a lot of good scenes. Right. But the the thing I remember from one is the baseball scene. Yeah. We had Reggie Jackson in it. Yeah, yeah. Reggie. Um man, what did it do better? Had OJ in a coma for the whole thing? <laughs> I don't want to shit I mean I have no qualms with OJ Simpson other than he might be a murderer. But uh watching the first one and he's uh in the hospital so he's in the coma already. But then he's being hit in the head over and over again. For an actor, or for a professional athlete, a great professional athlete, OJ has great comedic timing. He does. But then in the second one, I was like, he, he didn't bother me. It just, he didn't need to be there. Right. I thought Ed and Frank had such a, you know, that's the team, but then he's just had this trio. Um, he does play the trumpet at the end, so, you know, that pays off. Yeah. <laughs> Him playing the trumpet, but, you know. <laughs> Norbert didn't need to be there, really, the second one, but, you know, it doesn't doesn't take any way, but I don't know, because he doesn't have any jokes other than he got caught underneath the van. Yeah, he, I mean, he doesn't have, like, the saying funny things that are taken the wrong way, or... Yeah. So, is OJ the greatest athlete-turned-actor? Um... And by greatest, I mean, the greatest... Because there's other guys who are actors that were athletes... But none of them reached the success that OJ did. Right. So that success as an actor, yeah. not playing himself, because I think we have to say no, Michael Jordan, Space Jam. Sorry. All right. Um, Space Jam better move with OJ. No. <laughs> the, the, the dudes have to go get a, a, a running back to defeat the, the Monstars. I mean, what, what other what other athlete has gotten to his athletic success and then, I mean. I could even think of and not playing themselves because you got Dan Marino and Ace Ventura. Yeah. Uh, no, you're probably. Say, I just 
thought for maybe a bit of stunt casting. I was like, he's good. Like, comedically. Like, he, he kind of gets the joke and he's physical with his, like, yeah, yeah. humor. Um, yeah, because the other guys were, you know, you find out, like, oh, well, uh, you know, Terry Crew had a cup of coffee with, like, the Patriots or something. And it's like, yeah, but he's an actor. He, he's a guy who played, yeah. you know, played college football. I don't know how long he played in the NFL, but I was like, yeah, he's an actor. Like, he was an O.J. Simpson, you know. Right. You gotta make a Pro Bowl. And then, you know, but, yeah, I don't know. Has anybody else, like, made the move? Baseball, basketball, anybody who's just, like, played a little bit yeah. and now you're acting. The There's not, like, a Howie Long anymore. You know, Howie Long, I guess, was in Broken Arrow and Backdraft. Howie Long was in 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Oh! Was he one of the Elvises? No, he was, uh, he was, like, their helicopter pilot slash okay. gun guy. Yeah. So, Howie Long... Great NFL career. Yeah, yeah. Hall Co- of Fame career. Couple movies under his belt. Maybe, maybe Howie Long was the greatest actor turned. <laughs> I think I greatest athlete. Still, I think I, Terry Bradshaw. Oh, Bradshaw. What's he? Uh, Failure to Launch. Right, I know he's yeah. in that. And um, all the Gumball Rally movies. Oh, I don't know. I don't really he's know. in like Gumball Rally 1, Gumball Rally 2. <laughs> or no, Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run, Cannonball Run not Gumball Rally. rally. That's a great name for it, though. If someone's <laughs> going to do, like, a knockoff. Movie. I think the Gumball Rally is a thing. Okay. Which is what the... I think it, the Gumball Rally might be the actual thing of what the Cannonball Run is. Hmm. Cross country. No, runs. that's the real one. That's the real one. Cannonball yeah. Run is the, the yeah. movie version, the yeah. fictionalized version of it. Yeah, so, you know. But honestly, compared to both those guys, probably OJ. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't do a lot in these movies, but he has really good facial expressions. Right. I wonder how his and, life would have been different had he not allegedly or potentially murdered two people. I think he had... I think OJ third had, one's 93, probably? Yeah, I mean, I think he... I think if he is, you know... I think it would have been... I think he would have been... Let's say he was a good guy. I think he would have been pretty damn famous in the movie. Yeah, I, I think... If, personally, maybe he was a better guy than what he was... Yeah. He he probably have a long run I as think like he a would. comedic actor. I think he would. Plus, he's still a big guy, yep. and you could put him in other things. But he he's would have been in the guy. Expendables. Well, <laughs> probably. But it was something about OJ in these movies versus like The Rock, who is a cartoon character. OJ is a big guy, but he doesn't look out of place. Right. I believe that OJ Simpson is a cop because you put on a uniform. It's like, yeah, this guy doesn't spend. Eight hours a day in the gym, like you know. Yeah, I, I think if I, Norberg's backstory was like he played college football, I'd buy it. Right. Yeah. I, I think he would have had a, a a a pretty long, and and he would still have a be maybe not at the top of yeah. his game right now, but I think he would have hung around a long time in in the Hollywood business. Yeah. Maybe not starring in anything, but I think he'd have a lot of these roles like this. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't know. He, he just seems so natural doing it. Right. Where a lot of you know, people, they don't, even when they don't have lines, they just don't seem natural, they don't look natural. He did. Reggie Jackson pretending to be brainwashed. Terrible. <laughs> was really bad at yeah. pretending to be brainwashed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should have had OJ do that. <laughs> yeah. Man, what's like a, we were talking about comedies over like the last year and trying to figure out like what was a really funny comedy. Is Blockers better? Starring O.J. Simpson. In what role? The Cena role? The Cena role? No, the Ike Barinholtz role. So it's still Cena, but then you have O.J. standing next to him. Um, Maybe humanizes Cena. Makes him like look less cartoonish by getting a guy who's you know, a little big. No, I don't I don't think that... I don't think that can... What if he had, O.J. makes that movie better. What I if think he had the career bad movie. that Luke Wilson has? Just every Luke Wilson role is O.J. Simpson. Are movies better? Maybe. I don't know. This is an unanswerable question. I think... Uh, Wedding Crashers with O.J. Simpson and Vince Vaughn. Uh, oh, you, oh, Owen Wilson. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Owen Wilson. I don't know. Owen Wilson's pretty good. Yeah. All right, yeah, what about Wilson Luke? As a, old school starring O.J. Simpson. Old school O.J.? Absolutely. O.J. is recently divorced. His wife's cheated on him. He has to move into a college town. His buddies Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell. Yep. Get him back. Yep. Absolutely, that would have worked. Yeah. Might have been a little old for that part, but... It doesn't age. He's far more... He's far older than... OJ looks old, man. Well, because he was in prison for so well, long. Well, he... I don't know. I, I think he looked pretty aged 
He he's way he looked yeah. he couldn't have been old school. Well, because he wasn't in movies. Imagine if he was a uh, he was a Hollywood actor. Maybe getting maybe. you know he'd color his hair, he'd stay in shape. I don't know. know if that would have worked. Just cause I don't think his I think he he would look more aged than you think. Yeah. All right. Keep in mind <laughs> the uh, actor. The, I mean, we're having a ridiculous conversation. Yes. Oh yeah. It was about to be silly, but keep in mind because yeah, he, he probably murdered people. Probably. Uh, probably. I, probably, I, th- I think. I think, yeah, I think it's more probable than not. And at the very least, he definitely stole memorabilia. He definitely so, is a memorabilia stealer thief. So, but, but keep it in mind, a professional athlete that might, might be good as an actor. Because, should this movie be remade? And I said it was on a list. Uh, if someone was like, hey, we need a Naked Gun remake. Man, I think that's a that, that, it's a tall order. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not against... I'm not against them trying. I think there's some good talent that could that could do it. I think it should be like a really soft. It should, it should be a reboot. They should keep the from the files of Police Squad, but it didn't start Frank Drebin. Don't try to get right. another Leslie Nielsen. No, get someone else in that role and then try to make it uh, original. But if you did have a uh, partner who was a former professional football player turned actor, who, who'd you like to see in that role? football player turned actor or maybe this is the role that breaks him out I'm gonna say Rob Gronkowski as Norberg mm. yeah Gronk might be good yeah I like, I like Gronk I, I can see him good. as a bumbling cop I see it I see it maybe not Frank Drebin anymore mm. but a, a character the cop the main cop I see it as uh, a Colin Hanks and then, oh, okay. Yeah, the the yeah Gronk would probably that's a good call. I think Gronk would be a good kind of like side yeah. character. Yeah, I think I so came around as like, man. If they were going to do it, it might be too on the nose for the type of character he plays on TV. But Andre Brower as Frank, cause just because I feel there's a lot of Frank Drebin in his um, lieutenant Brooklyn role he does on yeah. Atlanta, which is very because uh, that's what was great about Frank. Frank never. Frank is hilarious. He never cracks a joke in these movies, though. Right. Everything he says is one hundred percent serious. So uh, did did in two and a half did he do more of the the look around like did anyone see that? I feel like he did more of that in two and a half. In, yeah. in, in the first one, I feel like he was more oblivious to all the weird shit. Going yes. On. Yeah. But in in two and a half, I feel like when you know weird shit happened, he, he like, would look around. Yeah. I think when he drops the. The thing in the, the machine. He's just like, you know, kind of looking around. Did anyone see that? And then he moonwalks out or yeah. whatever. Like, did he do more of that to I think so. I, the scene I kind of remember. more aware? I think he's kind of more, is when he dives off the boat and he lands on the dock. I think there is like a, oh, that wasn't the, what was supposed to happen. Or his wetsuits keep flying over. Or the man's Ed. Maybe Ed looks and is like, huh, that's weird. Because what I thought was so funny about the first one, uh, and this one's so funny, but is that I thought through the whole movie, I go, Frank's ridiculous. But I love that everyone else doesn't understand that he's ridiculous, except when the commissioner is like, you're a moron. <laughs> I just like that there was one person in the entire universe who goes, no, everything you do is stupid. <laughs> but like Ed, who's his captain, anything Frank does, he's with him. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He doesn't see it. But yeah, I think there was a little more more looking around when like... It wasn't supposed to happen that way. Where in the first one, maybe, you know, the joke happens and he just keeps going. Yeah, just keeps going yeah. with it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like a Colin Hanks. I think Colin Hanks would be good. Yeah. Tony O'Brown, he's not going to play for Steelers. I saw him on uh, Mass Singer. Maybe you put him, in, <laughs> put, put him in there. See if he can act. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I bet he can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be nice to just try these. I mean,. Yeah, you had the scary movie franchise, and that kind of spawned off like you know action movie or whatever. Epic movie. Epic movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Try a. Are, did the Zuckers do the Hot Shots films? Um, I want to say yes, but I will look because that that's another set yeah. of these movies that is really good. Let's see, huh? and Leslie Nielsen's in those, right? Um, is he? Doesn't he fight Saddam Hussein in the second one? Or no, no, that's not. That's um, Lloyd Bridges. Never mind. Yeah, Lloyd Bridges. Yep. Uh, yep. Oh, no, it was um, Jim Abrams, who's oh, the third guy. Yeah, in, okay. In, yeah. 
in the Zucker Abrams Zucker production. Z A Z. Yeah, so he's a a uh, yeah the third guy. But yeah, so related to, yeah. to the Hot yeah. Shots. Yeah, uh, and then of course doesn't need a sequel, and it did, and yeah, we yeah. got one. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Did. It was in this time period where yeah, if you had a successful movie, go ahead and drop the second one out. Uh, I'll be interested to watch. They did it right. Thirty-three and a third. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we got it. You were able to keep Leslie Nielsen in it. I mean, to be able to do it, just bring back the same cast, and uh, we'll see how this one holds up. But, like I said, what's great about this one is it's a style of humor without having to do the same jokes over and over. You just yeah. go, oh, we'll do, we'll do that joke, but we're just going to do it a different way. Or it's going to be in the style of, but it's, it's different. So, uh, and then finally... Naked Gun, 22 in a uh, half. Did we need it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they do blend so much again. I'm trying to even say, do I... Probably I like the first one more, but you can't... You expect it. They're, they're 80 minutes. Yeah. Back to back them. You can back to back those yeah. movies. Make it, uh, make it as long as, like, um, you know, uh, The Revenant. <laughs> same movie, you know, same same length. Just, yeah. Adventures of Frank Drebin. And you're still in bed by ten. Still in bed by ten. Yeah. Uh, what do you think this guy wrote to Madness? What was the first? Eighty-seven. Oh, listen, oh, seventy-eight. Fifty-seven. Fuck that. Yeah. That's wrong. Uh, so the critic consensus was that Naked Gun delivers a, or this two and a half delivers a handful of moderate laughs, but overall. Its strained antics pale in comparison to its gut-busting predecessor. Maybe slightly kind of agree with that. That Maybe it was just more laugh-out-loud moments in the first one. But this movie's not that. No. It's, not a, it's not a great drop-off. It should, I, I, was, I was kind of going for a 9 or 10% drop-off. Yeah. But, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, you heard it from us. So fresh. Uh, no. No? Just, just run. Just, just run. Just it needs run. three more percent to what get is up it? there. 50? 57. Oh. It just needs it needs one more critic to just say... You said 57. I thought you said 67. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm you're talking about 30, 30%. Yeah. 30% less. It's, I, it's not that less of a film. I don't... If I watch the first one, I give that an A. I don't know how I watch this one. I don't give it... let. How you can give it less than a C. Right. Yeah. yeah. To, to, to drop it into a failing review, but... Oh, they don't pay us to do these things. No, they don't. Yeah. They don't. If you have thoughts on... Or anything else on... No, no. Just another joke you want to throw out there? No, no, I, I'm i sure... I, we could sit here and just... Just recite, recite the naked gun and over and over all around. damn night and laugh at every single one of them. I almost put my favorite scene was uh, when they go back to the gadget guy in the second one. And... Because... So you sit through that long um, club scene and then you get to this scene... With the gadget, and I'm like, this is what's great. Because then you start looking in the background, and there's yeah. just so many. They, they pan by a glass window in a door and silhouette of a woman taking a shower. And then somebody's holding up the cops, and Frank opens the door. And it's just great. He's like, we found the shoe print. We found this Tyrannosaurus print. We found this it's from just, the Noir. How can how they put looked at the wall. random shit? But, or like, the refrigerator. When she walks oh, into, into the yeah. refrigerator, it's just like this tiny little thing, but yeah. it's just like a commentary on how you can, you always forget about shit in the back of the fridge. Yeah. You know, in real life. Yeah. It's just, it'd be so, I could just see her taking the shower and showing her feet and disrobes and bra comes off, panties come off, and then like a second pair. And then a gun belt. And like just, <laughs> things just continue to drop. It, it's just funny. It's, these In are the funny wrong movies. order. Yes. <laughs> yeah. These are just funny movies. I, Frank is... I mean, based on how they look, 80 years older than Jay. <laughs> yeah. But what, during the sex scene, they cut to his bot and he's just ripped. <laughs> just jacked. Uh, if, you have, if you want to just... Send us lines. You you can naked gun on naked gun lines. Yeah, email us yeah. dbtg podcast email.com or drop us a tweet dbtg pod. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere podcasts are found. You can find us. Write a review if you like naked gun. Give us five stars. If you didn't like naked gun, you still give us five stars. We talked about it and you were able to form your opinion based on what we said. Uh, 
Yeah, that'll do it for this week. We'll be back with the next week with another movie. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel and Remakes. Can't wait to watch 33 and a third. Don't recall seeing your name on the guest list.